also buy a pregnancy pillow oh my god yes how did I not even think to mention this pregnancy pillow especially for the bad pain days you can take so much pressure off of your joints (laughs) so good and I'm terrible so we I think we have to have two duvets like we're going to start this next month because I'm terrible I will bunch the duvet into me and like yeah I do that too and uh yeah so Dave when he does stay in the room like and he isn't snoring his head off like it probably freezes in the middle of the night. Oh, and then there's you waking up in a puddle of sweat but bunched yeah, like but it bunched up where I've like <laughs> padded out all my muscles yeah. uh, welcome to the slap drops hurt podcast with me Maisie and me Beth We are two fibro warriors intent on sharing perspectives and stories with the chronic illness community. Expect real talk with a dash of humour thrown in as me and my favourite fibro friend tackle a range of topics. Slut Drops Hurt. Yes, a rather cheeky name. It comes from our common realisation that as two divas with chronic illness, slut dropping in the club is way more challenging for us, as are many more things in life. We hope by sharing our experiences with some of you, we can contribute positively to our Spoonie community. This week, we're discussing sleep, sleep, sleep. This is part two of two, in which we'll pick up with our tips and tricks on getting a really restful night's sleep. Do you have like any advice um, around like things you stay away from before you sleep? So I know we've spoken about drinks and caffeine and stuff, but is there anything else you stay away from before you have to get your head down on the pillow? Um, I think there's a lot of sort of obvious ones, sort of, you know you're not gonna have a good night's sleep if you drink alcohol that's kind of a, a given <laughs> yeah so I limit alcohol to Fridays and Saturdays only will Me not too. drink on a school night because lord knows I ain't gonna be in a good mood the next day <laughs> um I, I annoyingly for me I have to avoid reading before bed there. I am very much a I need to finish what I started especially with books I'm terrible I can't put books down so if I am reading I have to start in the morning and I have to finish it so does it mortify you like halfway for a chapter you can't put the book down does that literally do you know what no I kind of love it about myself (laughs) but I mean like if I so if I was to close my because I do this all the time I close my book mid chapter and don't pick it up for two days would that like drive you that bothers yeah that bothers me how can people do that I don't know what it is it's I think it's a slight OCD thing for me like I can't I can't leave things unfinished like it drives me nuts fair enough (laughs) especially in terms of like books and reading scripts and watching films tv shows are fine I I can stop tv shows but films books scripts cannot put them down they have to be finished in the same sitting that I started you are a major bookworm though so it makes complete sense yes uh, there, there is a reason I have two bookshelves and still not enough room <laughs> and not enough space <laughs> but yeah so that's something I have to avoid um is there anything else bright lights is another one I I tend to get a bit of a sensory overload quite easily sound doesn't bother me too much but lights I have to I have to be in a dark dark room for a good hour before I can get to sleep so I get into bed probably about nine o'clock hoping to get to sleep by 10 never happens but we hope (laughs) (laughs) but it takes a good hour to two hours before I can fully relax that's fair enough that makes complete sense you know like 
I have a similar thing with lights. And the main thing that I've used to combat that is smart lights um, because they're dimmable. So mm. like I can turn them onto a really low light so I can still see what I'm doing and still do a few things, but they can be so low um, that like they're not completely bothering me like I'm being interrogated. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah. this is something I'm grateful about in our in our new flat is in our old one, you just had these overhead spotlights and they oh, were they're white painful. and they were, oh, they were, yeah, they hurt. But in this new flat, which is something I didn't realize I was looking for until I found it, all of our lights are dimmable in the bathroom, in the bedroom, in Lovely. the hallway, they are all dimmable. So even if I wake up and I'm having a sensory overload with lights, I can turn them all down and still be able to see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that makes complete sense. And so nice. Like, yeah. And so, shower yeah. without being blinded first thing in the morning and stuff. Like, it's so, such a, a joy that I didn't realize I needed until I had it. And then I was like, this is what I needed. <laughs> light sensitivity is a real problem, isn't it? Like, and I find that, like you just said, if it's bothering me before bed, I'm going to have a terrible headache or something. Yes. Like, I'm going to wake up with a migraine or I'm going to wake up the next day with a consistent dull headache or, yeah, or my eyes are going to be too tired to focus on anything. It's, it affects in so many different ways. And I didn't realize it until I, you know, was starting to be able to combat it. Before I just figured, oh, that's just another fibro symptom that my eyes go a bit fuzzy or yeah. always suddenly get migraines because I never had migraines before, no, never. But now it is. It's very much a sensory overload. If it's really bright outside, most of the time I do have to have my blinds closed because it's it's actually too it's much. Lot. Yeah, it's a yeah. Lot. Oh. I have to really build myself up to to bright lights. <laughs> I will say I'm terrible. I like I have put a. Bl- <laughs> I'm terrible, right? So you know they say you shouldn't look at your phone too much oh, before you go to bed I have put a blue light filter app on my phone just so I can still use the phone um I still try and limit it like I still try and limit my intake of how much I'm using it before bed but I don't know I like scrolling through Twitter like <laughs> mm. you know that is a, that is a big thing for me to turn my brain off is to just mindlessly and numbly scroll through TikTok yeah. Twitter I'll do that for a good half hour and then I'll be like right that's enough and I'll put my phone like face down so I can't yeah. see any notifications not that not like I get lots of messages anyway but <laughs> I have just so I can't to- see anything yeah I have had to use my Google Home as an alarm clock to stop me looking at my phone because that way I can definitely put it down because I'm like oh yeah my alarm's on here I have to say it has to be loud and if it's loud and it pings at me I'll still pick it up like that's that's actually quite a big issue yeah (laughs) so like I constantly I will check throughout the night to make sure my alarm is still set yeah I I wake up and think oh my god my alarm's not set how many alarms do you have to set how many alarms do you have to set I set one trying to be optimistic and then it takes about five more <laughs> yeah I have five alarms religiously set at different times past the hour because I do not trust myself to not sleep through one of them because when I finally get to sleep my body's like bye you're only gonna get three hours by the way so good luck waking up um, like- uh, do you know what that's that's a strange again I'm the polar opposite I am such a light sleeper I mean I can sleep through traffic noise and I can sleep through music, films, TV. I can sleep through those sorts of things, but loud, abruptive noises, 
like if say I go to sleep and then all of a sudden it starts thundering, that is going to wake me up or fireworks or snoring or something that's not like a, something that's a loud and sudden noise will wake me up instantly. So I will always, always wake up to my alarm. But the issue is, is that I wake up and I think, no, not yet. I've not had enough. <laughs> I do that And then too. I have a really disruptive last hour in bed. And I'm like, what was the point? Like that, <laughs> that did nothing. Like now I'm just in a bad mood because I've heard my alarm six times. So this is it. Like, so I sleep really lightly, but on the days I have really bad insomnia, I'll get like three hours sleep. So I will just crash. Mm. And I am so, I get so anxious that I'm not going to wake up. Part of it is also to combat the anxiety of not waking up because <laughs> mm. <laughs> I will not get to sleep if I think I'm not going to wake up. Um, this is it. I seem to find that when I get insomnia and I only get a few hours, I just find that they're the most unrestorative hours of my life. Like I'll be waking up constantly, like everything, every little noise will wake me up. But this is the thing, you can do all this right as well, have like mm. an amazing amount of sleep and still not feel restored when you wake up. Like there is no... 100%. We're talking about it and we're talking about things we do to try and help, but there will just be those days where you just won't get re- like a restored feeling. Yeah, and there's... Part of it. Th- and the other side of that is also you could do everything right during the day. You could yeah. stop drinking caffeine at your usual time. You can expend the right amount of spoons throughout the right moments of the day you can have your lovely shower or bath and relax and do your meditation and you can still get hit with insomnia or yeah. a really unrestful night or get woken up because this is another fun thing with sleep waking up in a pool yeah. of sweat for no reason oh the hot just sweat. just anxiety just and fibro they're the oh. worst <laughs> but this is it you it's it's really annoying in the sense that like much like many things with fibro they just happen occasionally but hopefully what we've done today is maybe help with some of the issues that you might encounter during sleep and also like hopefully like because I don't know like about you but I feel like if I've done a good job at trying to be sensible like one or two of the things because I still like to live my life but like if I've done a good job and I still have a bad night's sleep I'm like oh it's not on me like (laughs) Yeah. And this is it. I just think that when you start to maybe much like everything else we kind of talk about, once you start taking control of it, whether it works or not, that's half of the battle. You know, you you will still feel better about it. The fact that you tried, you tried something new, maybe it does work a few times, but then once every five times it doesn't work, at least it works for, you know, just you got to find your right balance and your right um, things that turn your brain off and it's not it's not an easy journey trying to figure out exactly what that is and it's different for everybody but it's trial and error yeah and don't expect it to always work and forgive yourself when it doesn't because it's not your fault it's just the condition yeah it's just part of of the life also buy a pregnancy pillow (laughs) oh my god yes how did I not even think to mention this pregnancy pillow especially for the bad pain days you can take so much pressure off of your joints (laughs) so good and I'm terrible so we I think we have to have two duvets like we're gonna start this next month because I'm terrible I will bunch the duvet into me and like yeah use I it do to that prop too. Bits up. and uh yeah so Dave when he does stay in the room like and he isn't snoring his head off like it probably freezes in the middle of the oh, and then there's you waking up in a puddle of sweat but bunched yeah, like but it bunched up where I've like <laughs> padded out all my muscles oh. <laughs> But hopefully something we have said this podcast helps 
someone yes and um, I did want to give a shout out to two products that I use I'll go for it uh, for the really bad nights that we haven't mentioned um Nitol it's not ideal and it's not for every night but Nitol can be helpful especially um I find personally using it when I'm sleeping around somebody's house Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh I I find it really tricky to fall asleep around someone's house because I don't have all of my products I don't have like my pillows and everything so I find that that can take the edge off Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then also the other one it's mcc again but neither of us mentioned their sleepy head how did we not i use that all the time i use that every single night it's basically um the best well the only way i can sort of describe it is obviously like all their products it's holistic or natural but obviously it's got a lot of lavender relaxation Mm -hmm. anti-anxiety and you just roll it across your forehead, on your clavicles, your wrists, and the soles of your feet. Any yes. form of sleepy oil or balm, any any form, put it on the soles of your feet. Don't know why. I don't understand it. I, I have been told why it works, but just give it I a go. I have no idea why it works, but it does work. <laughs> no, I've been told, but I can't remember. So, but it's, it's part of my routine. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't mention that because like the smell of it and everything just is so oh, lush yeah. as well. I think because I use that every night, no matter what, and we're kind of talking about difficulties, like specific barriers with sleep, but in general, they are some really helpful things. Plus also with sleepyhead, I put it in my bath. Yes. Yeah. You can do that. You can add the oil. So it's really good. It's been great to talk to you today about sleep. I think there's so many challenges and not enough people kind of talk about what they do to battle it. Definitely. I just realized there's one thing I did miss out um which was on the days it's really bad and the pain is really bad um I do take my meds like you know I'm not big on like my prescription meds which is why me and my doctor have an agreement that I have quite a strong painkiller that I take when I want to because that's just the way I manage my life um on the days it's really bad I'll try some paracetamol and ibuprofen and if it's not touching it which often it doesn't um mm-hmm. I'll take some strong painkillers uh some strong prescription painkillers it'll make me feel grouchy in the morning and stuff but with pain you know sometimes you gotta give in so 100% and I think a very quick important shout out is if you do use any prescription or non-prescription pills or products keep water by your bed they, yes. they can make you very dehydrated just make sure you've got everything you need within arm's reach definitely that's a really good piece of advice I think you should do that all the time but yeah yeah this one's been this has been really fun it's also been educational for me to kind of see what you do to do it because obviously we you know we hang out with each other but we're not exactly going to sleep next to each other are we well yeah we've never shared a house like like we've never actually so it's quite it's quite interesting to to hear that our sort of ways of dealing with it are kind of exactly the same whilst also being polar opposites (laughs) yeah which is cool that's kind of an underlying theme which I think underlies our our whole thing that we say which is like find what works for you like yeah we have the same condition but we have different ways of approaching it and similar ones completely yeah completely but this has been a lot of fun I hope that we've helped our listeners find some calm and some products maybe I hope I hope that this helps you get to sleep and helps you feel better when you can't 
yeah and if you have any tips by the way that we haven't covered or you think that we should look into ourselves comment below or send us um, something on our socials if you're listening on spotify somewhere please do send us some recommendations we're up for trying anything (laughs) yeah and if you want to keep the discussion going we're also now on facebook now with a support group and we're just trying to build a community where you guys can lean on each other so just come find us basically yeah we are easy to find (laughs) just slut drops hurt on everything (laughs) 100% all right well thanks Beth it's been fun thank you it's been so much fun I'll see you in two weeks thanks for listening to the slut drops hurt podcast we hope you join us for our next episode connect with us for news on our latest podcast projects and much more you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok under the name Slut Drops Hurt. For now, we are sending gentle hugs and wishing you all the spoons you need.